0: Welcome to the Gold Missions Inc. podcast. Today's episode features Wayne Peters. The topic on my heart you think would have come before last night. Um,. I don't know if it's late or if I'm not in tune or what's going on here. but um, It's called the Diseases of Egypt. And um, last night we had a service where people would be healed. Only God knows what happened last night. But I thank God for what he's doing. I have kind of left this, um, I've, I've had this message on my heart for a long time. And some of you have heard it, but I used to worry about that. And now I don't worry about it anymore because most people would think this is a brand new service. (laughs) How many of you remember my trip to Texas hauling a car? Oh, wow, that's pretty good. (laughs) I think Art would say you passed. (laughs) Do you know what that... Experience was based on was based on two things it was based on the kingdom of God for us to participate in the kingdom of God not someday down the road but today we are to have peace the world have it can you give it Such as you have, you can give. Joy. You have it? You can give it. Righteousness? We're working on that. God's working on that. And, um, I'm, this is really not under the topic of the disease of Egypt. It's just to encourage us what we already heard. And that is that we can take the word of God to the bank. So how many of you remember Paul Harvey? He had a, thing, he had a radio station called the rest or the, a news called the rest of the story. And uh, the rest of the story on this car to Texas. We hauled this car to Texas. It was sold and the guy didn't pay me and I had to haul it back, and I was not happy. Would you be? My joy was missing. But I prayed. We stopped a few miles away from this driveway. We started to pray, and we said to the Lord, we're not leaving. The engine's no longer going to uh, take us further until we participate in the kingdom of God, righteousness, peace, and joy. Well, then there's another scripture that says in Romans 8.28. How many know Romans 8.28 by heart? Uh, Maybe I should have asked how many don't. Well, anyways, you know it. You just don't know that you know it. It's called Romans 8.28, and it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And I have, several years ago, gotten enlightenment further on that scripture and we love the fact that it all works out for the good but we miss the piece that says and we know the and we know means that we are not newborn babes we have walked this journey and we have watched God in our life and we have seen what he has done And what he's done before, he will do again. And God is interested in building our faith. Amen? Amen. So let me give you the Paul Harvey program. I go home. I cross the border. The car gets parked in a 30,000 square foot building. So then my thought was, Is, can we trust God in this? Or is there a condition? You know, there's... there's, You know, God... We love the promises of God, but many promises have this word in front of it. If. That means that you have to meet criteria. So, uh, Deuteronomy 7... 12, uh, 7 verse 12 says wherefore it shall come to pass if you hearken to these judgments and keep them and do them that the Lord thy God shall keep thee keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto the fathers. So the criteria here is there will be no sickness among us the diseases Disease of Egypt won't be upon us, but the 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 underlying if is if you will hearken Exodus fifteen verse twenty six. He says and said if thou will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right in His sight and will give ear to his commandment and keep all his statutes I will put none of these diseases upon thee which I have brought upon the Egyptians for I am the Lord that healeth thee in all three scriptures if we will diligently hear. You know, Revelations talks about he that hath an ear let him hear and there's many promises to the to the revelation to the the churches in revelations. And we could go through that. Psalms 81 verse 13 to 14 says, "Oh that my people had hearkened unto me and Israel had walked in my ways." I should soon have subdued their enemies and turned my hand against their adversaries. In James uh, 1 verse 22, it says that we should be doers of the word and not hearers only. Brother Terry, if you're listening, I have an app for this. We had prophecy this morning. How many remember what we what was prophesied? What I'm talking about is sometimes we're happy with prophecy. The fact that we have prophecy, but we haven't really maybe put it on our hard drive. What God spoke to us. I'm just going to remind you a little. I am with you. What better thing could there be? He says, the way is narrow. He says, Look to me for everything I will provide in your work and in your family. He says, my law is eternal and I will never fail. I have opened the way. I go before you. The way is narrow and straight. Don't turn to the left or to the right. I want you to possess the land. Be not discouraged. And I could give you another 20 items that God spoke to us this morning. Let us be doers of the word and not hearers only. We must believe. Unbelief will keep us out of the kingdom of God. Hebrews three verse seventeen to nineteen says, But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? You know, there's nothing smooth about that, is there? Carcass. Um, And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see that they should not they could not enter in because of unbelief. Being a hearer of the word and not a doer, you know Israel knew, but they didn't do the do. So what? Do, so when it when it says that that um, if you hearken unto my voice, then I needed to understand something about what God was doing, not back in 1948. Not in 2000, or not, not not, a thousand years ago. I want to know what God is talking about today. You know, I want to be current. I want to be walking in step. I want to walk with God on a daily basis. And that's what God talked to us about today as well. And so, um, uh, there's five topics that I would like to mention here. Um I'm just going to give you an overview first of all, uh, so that when that item comes up, you know what I'm talking about. Um, going up and down on my app here. Um, so what is God saying to us? What is God saying? He's saying, Uh, you need to, we are weak and sick because we don't discern the Lord's body. That's point, that's one point. And I'm not going to talk to you about them in this order. God has talked to us about forgiveness. Anybody heard anything about forgiveness? A message on forgiveness? He is talking to us about unity. He is talking to us about the ministry of reconciliation. You have been prophesied over. You have a ministry. You have a gift. And some gifts we all have. We all have the same gift. And the gift and the word of of reconciliation is, is common to all of us. We all have the gift and the ministry of reconciliation. And God is talking to us about praise and thanksgiving. And I'm not going to talk about this because I have no notes on it. But when I talked to somebody about it, they said, well, how about submission? Well, how about submission? You know, maybe next camp. So I'm going to talk about discerning the Lord's body. 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28 to 30. So you'd say, well, you know, isn't this a communion message? You know what's really wonderful? You know, some people say we should start on the foundations. We don't teach foundational stuff. You know, like salvation. Do you know that last Sunday, Brother Robert was speaking about this very scripture, and the little eight-year-old girl in this uh, this uh, in this seating area gave her heart to Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? That's pretty foundational. So it says, "Let a man examine himself, and so let him eat that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body." For this cause, many are weak and sick among us, and many sleep. I hope I'm not putting you to sleep. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, in a few days we're going to have communion. You've got multiple days to get real serious with yourself. If we're not willing to acknowledge our sins, and maybe they're a mystery, but maybe as we go through these things, maybe some will come up. We need to examine ourselves because we can eat and drink damnation to ourselves. I'll say this if you have aught against anyone, uh, and you're not willing to deal with it, I would say abstain from. And, and personally, I would respect everyone that does that, but it would not be something that I would hope that would continue. We need to really get down to business with God. If we want to have healing, we need to get real serious with God, because God wants this. Matthew 13:55 to 57 Here's Jesus the son of God People didn't know who he was in his own hometown Is not this the carpenter's son That person that's beside you My father's name was Aaron. Is Wayne not Aaron's son? Something beautiful happened when that little eight-year-old girl gave her heart to the Lord. She became born again, and she was born into a different family. Tremendous miracle when Jesus Christ comes to make his abode within you and within me. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Is not his mother called Mary? And his brother, James and Joseph and Simon and Judas, and his sisters, are they not all with us? Whence then hath this man all these things? And they were offended in him, offended in him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not with honor save in his own town, country, and in his own house. I think we're going to move away from Winkler. My wife would be very happy. Sorry. This is a pretty serious stuff here. But Jesus Christ himself. Isn't this the carpenter's son? Wouldn't you have loved to have have uh, been born and, uh, w- uh, and in the same town with Jesus and watched him, you know, and here's the son of God? You might not have even known him. And you might not know the person beside you uh, who he really is. Because you need to know, you know, uh, we could all ask, the question that Jesus asked uh, um, his disciples. Who do men say that I am? Oh my goodness, don't ask anybody in Winkler. <laughs> Who do men say that I am? God told us in prophecy today that you have uh, light and, and, and such like. You know, uh, this may be the only book people ever read. Of the word of God. We have the word of God. We have, we have the presence of God. And when we look at one another, we should not re- recognize one another after the flesh. But we should recognize one another after the spirit. I always say we're miners. You have to dig a while sometimes to get to the spirit part. You got to get past the flesh, but we—I want to. I'm not interested in—in. In, um, uh, it's interesting. You all have wonderful lives, and it's interesting the careers you have and whatnot. And we talk about the uh, the little store that uh, uh, some work in, and and so on. And we have great experiences, but we want to see the spirit man. We want to get to the spirit man. Did we read? uh, Oh yeah, well. um, Nat knows which disease I have. I wrote this. I have this. um, The same scripture twice here. So I'll skip one. (laughs) The crowd's opinion. Matthew 22, 40, 42 to 46. It says, saying, what think ye of Christ? Whose son is he? They say unto him, son of David. He says unto them, how then doth David in spirit call him Lord? Saying, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand till I make thine enemies thy footstool. If David then called him Lord, how is he his son? And no man was able to answer him a word. Neither durst he any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. Um, going to go to a different spot here. James one verse one. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. Um, we just we just went through the fact that James that Jesus had brothers. He had half brothers, and. James was one of them and and as a brother um, uh, you have siblings, right? Some of you um, He's seeing Jesus James is seeing Jesus not as a half-brother. He's not seeing his flesh side. He's seeing that he's a servant of God. And of the Lord Jesus Christ. He knew who his brother was. You see, we we, we don't want to wait to get to heaven when we think everything is going to... We, we need to identify ourselves here on earth. We need to see who the body of christ is we need to discern or to understand or to know or to see or to uncover uh, uh, who the who the body of christ or who uh, discerning the lord's body i'm only one member i used to be worried because i couldn't do it like somebody else i don't want to do it like you do it one's good enough one's good enough and and so uh, we see in James so we uh, then we turn to Jude 1 uh, this one really spells it out I think uh, better than James uh, but Jude 1 verse 1 says Jude the servant of Jesus Christ and the brother of James. Well there's quite a difference. The servant of Jesus and the brother of James. That's good enough with me. So when we when we see one another, let us let us see the 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 uh, members of the body of Christ by the by the spirit. If we don't, if we say, "Well, that's just That's just Ken, or that's just Lois, or that's just Andy, or whoever. Um, No. No. A member of the body of Christ. We are weak and sick because we don't discern the Lord's body. This is big time. This is important, and I think God's talking to us about this. Here's an effect. Numbers 12, 1-2. Miriam and Aaron. And Miriam and Aaron spake against Moses because of the Ethiopian woman. They had an opinion. You have an opinion about somebody? For he had married an Ethiopian woman, and they said, Hath the Lord indeed only... Spoken only by Moses, hath he not spoken also by us? And the Lord heard it. And here we see that Miriam and Aaron didn't see the mantle that God had put on. And, and Brother Andy made it, had such a beautiful word picture or, a, or a, a demonstration here of the mantle when he took his jacket off, put it on Uh, Traveling elders, traveling deacons, and and helpers, and uh, our elders and deacons. When you talk against the mantle, you're not talking against the man. You're talking against the mantle, and that's serious business. In fact, it was so serious that I don't know how many how many people were in all Israel at that time. A million. Many. It affected every one of them. And, and, and perhaps the one. Per, there may be one person in here that has an opinion and it's wrong and it may stop the whole camp. This is why we're our brother's keeper. When we see these things, we need to deal with them. My brother, that's not quite the right thinking. Are you building the body of Christ? Are you, are you, are you a builder or are you a tearer apart? We need to be builders. It's very serious to talk negatively about one another. So when we post things on your, your light shines everywhere. You know, it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, I don't want us to have people stop talking and, and train their brain not to say that. I want their heart to be changed. We can stop and train ourselves from many things, but I'll tell you one thing. Um, it's got to move about 11 inches from here to the heart. It also happened to Ananias and Sapphira who didn't discern the Lord's body. Do you know that story? They had real estate. I do too. Had a house, they sold it. And that was when the church was active and 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 there was lots going on and they were bringing all their finances to the apostles and they brought uh, uh the money From their sale of their house to Peter. And, and Peter had the gift of discerning of spirits. He said, have you brought everything? It's yours. He said, this is, this is all the proceeds from our sale. But this is just Peter. No, this is not just Peter. It's not just Mervyn. It's not just Nicholas. You're dealing with the sons of God. And when you lie, uh, uh, when he, when he lied to this, to this, uh, apostle, Peter was one of the, he, he failed a lot. If you fail, don't worry about it. Just read about Peter. You'll see many failures. I get a devotion and this, this guy, uh, he spent time about, about Peter and about his failings and failures. He was always, uh, Johnny at the spot. Let's go. You know, sure. You know, God said, I believe, it, let's do it. You know, and, uh, and, and then he, and then he, sometimes he, he, he realized, you know, he was in over his head. But, there was consequences. In fact, it took his life. Many of us are weak and sick because we don't discern the Lord's body. You can read that in Acts chapter 5. Matthew 25 verse 41. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand. Depart from me. You cursed into everlasting fire. Prepared for the devil and his angels. I was hungry. Who's writing this? Is this in red in your Bible? Red? That must be Jesus. Jesus. He said, I was hungry. And you gave me no meat. I was thirsty and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, you took me not in. Naked and you clothed me not. Sick and in prison and you visited me not. Then shall they also answer him saying, Lord, when did we see you a hungry, hungered or thirst or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister unto thee? Then shall he answer them, and saying, "Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as you did it not unto the one of the least of these, you did it not unto me." And these shall go away into everlasting punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is everyday life. You don't. This, this is a, this is people that are responding to a kingdom heart. They've got the kingdom of God in their heart. They, they understand that when there's a person that's hungry, he's a creation of God. You know what the Bible tells us? It says that Jesus, uh, he is the light that lighteth every man that comes into the world. So who is that person in the gutter? Many are weak and sick because they don't discern the Lord's body. Now don't get on a project and start opening up a house, you know, where you can feed the... the... No. This is everyday life. This is, God has you where you are, in the city you are, and, and, and you're just responding to the opportunities that come your way on an everyday basis. And, and who are you responding to? You know, it's one thing if you're, if you're looking at that person, you know, and, and, you know, these people that, um, have their signs up, you know, on the on the street corner. I'm not asking you. Don't get freed from your own guilt, in a sense. I don't want you to have guilt and say, "I got to now, I got to give money to every one of these." It might be doing more damage than good. I, need, I I say we need to discern the Lord's body. We need to discern the Lord's body. Matthew 10 verse 40 says, He that receiveth you, receiveth me. He that receiveth you, receiveth me, and he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Now we're dealing with God. God. Okay. That clock says five after four. <laughs> I'm either early or late. I'm not sure. But we're definitely on the same page. And uh, uh, what time do I quit here? Quarter two? Yeah. So I got three minutes to cover four more topics well maybe this one will be quick unity John 17 Jesus is praying you may not have confidence in your prayers but we should have confidence in the prayer of Jesus Christ Amen? What's his prayer? John seventeen twenty one. Used to be up here. Pardon me? That they all may be one. That's God that's that's his intention is that the body of Christ will be one how is it that we could we could say the things we say in in whatever environment we say it when we know that that uh now we we could easily tie this into reconciliation but if there's things going awry and astray bring it back fill the gap build a bridge don't build a fence we want to be on the, on the same page. He says that they all may be one as thou father art in me, I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. We heard that in prophecy today. If we will lift him up, he will draw all men unto me. And they included family. It wasn't God good this morning? Thank you, Wayne, for starting prophecy, for yielding to the Spirit, for turning prayer into prophecy. And thank you, everyone, that, that, that added on. And it was so good. It, we heard from God this morning. But I want you to really tune your ears when you hear the, the word of prophecy. I really want you to tune your ears. What is the Spirit saying to the church in this hour? So we go to Psalms 133 and it says, uh, uh, Behold, we could probably all um, quote this by heart. But you know what? I'm not going to say it by heart. I'm going to say we could all uh, uh, um, um, quote this by knowledge. When you go to the Garden of Eden... Uh, There's two trees. There's the tree of knowledge and there's the tree of life. And I cannot tell you that the tree of knowledge um, is information. But it is not the tree of life. The tree of life is completely different. And we need a lot more than knowledge, brothers and sisters. We need the tree of life. You know, uh, I have nothing against reading books. They're very encouraging and so forth. I can't believe what some people can retain. Um, uh I read a book and I have to have a pen and I read about one one page every uh five minutes. My wife can do chap- a couple of chapters in that time. But underline, you know, and she said, Well you 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 uh you get deeper into it than I do, you know. I'm a surfer. But um, we need to have psalms 133 in our hearts not informational but as a life-giving source and it says behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity does that mean we're just together in one place we could be as divided as you can imagine it right here in this room just being together is not being together It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garment as the dew of Hermon and as the dew that descended upon the Mount of Zion. For there the Lord commanded His the blessing, even life forevermore. Every one of us that was standing here in front and those that were not standing in front are looking exactly for this they're looking for life evermore they're looking i mean uh if you ever want to uh, uh get ideas about how never to age just watch an ad on tv sometime and they got many solutions for you they all come from the dead sea just to put that in there quickly <laughs> Well, i mean we went to the dead sea and they said all the cosmetics come from here you know So that's what they are. You will not have lay. You cannot put anything on your face that's going to uh, bring you to this point that he's talking about here. Dave Clausen is calling me. Should I answer it? Yeah? I missed it. Um there the Lord commands His blessing, even life forevermore. Okay, so I think I gotta quit. Um, um, I'll give you some scripture. First Corinthians 12: 12, 12 to 14. talks about the many many membered body. One body. First Corinthians one ten to thirteen. First Corinthians three one to eleven. Luke eleven seventeen. We'll have to talk about forgiveness another time. But here's one thing I want to say about forgiveness. If you read Matthew chapter eighteen and you go through it, <clears throat> it says of you. Don't forgive. You you owe. You owe. All those sins that were forgiven of us. That parable says. If you don't forgive. Those things are back on you. I cannot believe that. You know like. I mean it, it's. But I do believe it. But if we don't get past forgiveness, brothers and sisters, we can be up here a mighty long time. And you'll be here many times. But we got to get to the point where we have no ought against one another. If you would like more information about the moving of God's Spirit or resources for your spiritual life, please visit our website, at www.globalmissionsinc.org.